0: So this morning, as we uh, come to this service where we're talking about missions and far off lands, we even think of our own community. Um, many of you, most of you, probably have heard a uh, tragedy that happened out at Scale Composites this week. Um, it's unique in our congregation because we have so many people who work out there. And as I've shared with some of our our people, they're missionaries out there. And it's really a picture of much of our world today that we like to do exciting things and uh, things that are very uh, cutting edge. And, And for the most part, it seems like all fun and games until there's an accident like this. And then it, it strikes us and it hurts us, and we, we realize that life is not certain in our mind and that we won't live forever. And our life is finite, and God has us in a place for a time. We also uh, hear uh, of just uh, in our own community here of drug abuse and of young people um, involved in all kinds of things, even in our midst, even in our midst here. Uh, For uh, us to know that there are people, uh, students that we have in our church that still have not accepted the gospel, still have not trusted in Christ. We also see uh, immorality in our midst uh, in Tehachapi right here. People that we know, people that we love, both being the victim of and being the victimizer. And the, the ones that have involved themselves and allowed themselves to go down paths that would l- lend them to dark places, send them there. Oh, this is the world that we live in. And, and when pressure comes, there's a sense of withdrawal. There's a sense where we go, oh, uh, you know, it's just too difficult. I'm just going to go home. I'm just going to go home. I'm going to go home and watch a, a comedy sitcom and somehow find the the joy in life in something that's funny we we go home and we we say you know I need a good meal or I need a, a cozy fire or I, I need this I, I need to withdraw um, and it may cause you to feel like why are we doing this why is life so difficult even as we've just prayed for the persecuted church and um, you know, the, the things that are going on in the world, the, what we see in the news and what this means for our country and uh, what we it, it may cause us this sense of fear and say, why, why? How does us meeting as a church on Sunday morning and talking about this book and singing songs, why are we doing this? Why are we, you know, we right now, our our missions budget is over $80,000 a year. Why are we spending $80,000 a year to to send people to uh, Southeast Asia and various other places? Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we uh, spending time each week and money as well uh, for our youth ministry you know, they meet, you know, a thousand times a week. And our youth pastor meets with about that many kids in Tehachapi. And he's, why? Why are we concerned about these things? Why, why is it that uh, we are right now, as we speak, there's in these rooms over here. Why are we teaching our, our little ones about the Bible and Jesus? By the way, uh, we could use a couple more twos and threes teachers. Just a little commercial there, you know. Uh, if if God's working in your heart, just like he was working on Jimmy's heart when he was sitting right over here, uh, you know, twos and threes, great stuff. If, you, if you, some of you struggle with a boring life and you feel like uh, there's no life in your life, that's where life is right there, twos and threes. It's good stuff. They're exciting. They're fun. Some of us aren't that much fun, and so we need to go hang out with the twos and threes a little bit more. Why are we doing this? Why is it that this is what we are about? Um, This is what I want to talk to you about. I think it's easy for us to, especially as we consider Muslims. You know, Jimmy and Emily mentioned that predominantly a Muslim country and you think of the areas uh, in the Middle East of Syria and Iraq and what's going on there and you go, "Why, why should we even care? Why should we even care about these things? This is what I want to talk to us about this morning. And, and as I pray now, just ask that God would move in our hearts as we look at his word. I want to remember uh, the scale composite, the, the man that died and his family, as well as our church, that we would be the ones who go and extend a loving hand of care uh, for those who are hurting in our community. God, thank you. Uh, for your love for us and your care. And uh, God, I ask that you would uh, be with this man's family uh, as he passed away this week. And, and God, I, I don't know them personally. I know that there are people here who do. And so I ask that you would um, work in their lives and hearts to draw uh, them to yourself now. Um, I ask your abundant provision for them. That they might see your hand of mercy. And that you would use our people Uh, your people right here uh, to be servants and and, and lovers and the ones who extend your love to them. And God, I ask that you'd help us to sort this out, that we would confidently know the answer to why, why we are doing all this, why we are a part of this. Why does this make sense in our world today? God, thank you for this morning in Jesus name. Amen three verses for you this morning a very simple message if you want to turn there Ephesians chapter two I have three points this morning and I'll go through them briefly we're already supposed to be close to done but you know I'll be short believe me Ephesians chapter two verse one look at it it says Dead in your trespasses and sins. Dead in your trespasses and sins. Why does all this matter? Why does the the gospel, the good news of the Bible matter? Uh, We'll start at this one point. Because everyone apart from Jesus is dead in their sins. Let that sink in right now. Everyone apart from Jesus is dead in their sins. Ephesians chapter 2 tells us this in verse 1. That apart from Jesus Christ, apart apart from having a relationship with Him, you're dead in your trespasses and sins. As you hear that, you say, well, um, how dead are you? Totally dead. Totally dead. There's no hope. Uh, you, you know that you 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 understand that from a family perspective. You you've had people in your life die, and you realize there's a finality to it. There's no hope after that. And it says that everyone, apart from Jesus Christ, apart from having a, a saving relationship with Him, is dead in their trespasses and sins. Who does that include? Who does that? Well, you know, we can start with ourselves, right? It starts with the one sitting right here. Apart from Jesus Christ, apart from having a relation, a saving relationship with Him, you're dead in your trespasses and sins. That's why it, it's this frustrating life. I can't change. I, you know, I, I try to do things that make me, but there's an emptiness because it only life only comes from Him. From Jesus Christ. So everyone that includes me, that includes the people of Tehachapi. that that uh, considers and includes the the Democrats in the United States, it, the the Republicans, the Libertarians, the you know whoever. It includes all of us being dead in our trespasses and sins. It it includes people south of the border, the Hispanic people south of the border. It it includes uh, the Canadians and those who are are in the colder regions. It includes those people in Europe uh, that, you know, have... Have progressed so much that they don't need church anymore. They don't. They just have uh, museums. They don't have churches anymore. It, it includes the vast lands of Russia. It includes uh, Africa. It includes Asia. It includes the Middle East. It includes everywhere. Dead in our trespasses and sins. Spiritually dead. with no hope apart from Jesus Christ. Which leads me to our second point, And it's in Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Please turn there. So everyone's dead in their trespasses and sins. Everyone's dead in their sins apart from Jesus. Everyone. Everyone. And as you look at Romans chapter 10, verse 13. It says this. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So every everyone is dead in their trespasses and sins, but also everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone. As you consider these, obviously I put these together this way, but everyone who calls on Jesus will be saved. Everyone. What does this include? Who does this include? Well, it includes you. You know what it also who it also includes? It includes Catholics, surprisingly enough, and Muslims, and Mormons, and Baptists. God can even save a Baptist. Yeah. Some of you, you can I mean, you twinge when i start talking about catholics right you start twinging you say no but he's gonna say something better. i am i am you know what apart from jesus christ no catholic will be saved apart from jesus christ listen to that hear it and no mormon will be saved apart from jesus christ them trusting in him not their works and no baptist and methodist lutherans presbyterians you know, non, it doesn't matter what flavor of church you go to. If you don't trust in Jesus Christ, won't be saved. Calling upon Jesus is, is the difference. So everyone who calls upon Jesus will be saved. And in my third passage this morning, Acts chapter 4. Please turn over there. Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. I share this with you this morning because I want you to know why. I want you to know why we're doing this. I want you to know why this church exists. I I want you to know why we support missionaries and have youth groups. And uh, we believe this is why it all comes down to this. First of all, everyone is dead in their sins apart from Jesus. Everyone who calls on Jesus will be saved. And thirdly, everyone has no other way but Jesus. In Acts chapter 4 verses 11 and 12, it says this. This Jesus is preaching to the early church. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And then he says this, and there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. There's no other name the cornerstone being that that one stone, the first stone that everything else is built upon. It's the foundation. It's the the one that makes everything right. Speaking of Jesus, and he says this and there is salvation in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. I want to tell you this. And this is my third point, my last point. Everyone has no other way but Jesus. There's no other way but Jesus. Those, those faces of uh, those people uh, in Southeast Asia that Jimmy and Emily shared with us, do you see their faces? There's no other way for them except for Jesus. There's no there, There's no way, there's no way for them to be saved. And you say, well... It's important then. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's important. It's of supreme importance that we are ones that are about the mission of Jesus, that His name would go forth. Why? Because everyone's dead in their sins apart from Jesus. And you know what? Everyone can be saved in Jesus. And lastly, everyone has no other way. They have no other way but Jesus. And this is how I want to share this with you this morning. This is true uh, for the Muslims, the Buddhists, the Hindus, the rich, the poor, the Mormons, Catholics, Methodists, scientists, engineers, Baptists, and Charismatics, and everybody else. they, They need Jesus. He's most important. So this morning for you, three things. First of all, me first. Me first. Me first. I know that sounds like a selfish first grader. Me first. I want. To, yeah, first things first. Have you trusted in Jesus? If you haven't, you're dead in your sins. There's no way you can work your way out of it. There's no way. There's no way to work your way out of it. He's the only name that will work if you trust in Jesus. And I want to tell you there's no other way than Him. Secondly, as we consider this, look at the world through the lens of the Scriptures as you watch the news and you see angry people doing angry things don't be surprised don't be surprised but realize that for them they're dead in their sins and you can expect no better and as you see them you go boy that's that's awful and wicked of course it is we have an enemy and that's what he does But if they were to trust in the name of Jesus, if they were to hear and trust in the name of Jesus, it would all be changed. They would go from being dead to alive in Christ. No other name will work for them. And then as we look at our family friends and the souls God sends to us to remember this one thing, to see them and say, apart from them trusting in Jesus, they're lost. They're lost. And in compassion, care about them. Hope this ties together for us this morning. And if you want to talk more about it, I'd love to. I'd love to talk more about your own soul, the souls of those around you that you care about. Please join with me in prayer. Father God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the, all the challenges that have come together in your word. God, I, I ask that you would cement in our mind a clarity of the gospel that we are dead apart from you. That we can be saved because of what Jesus did. And Lord, the thrill of knowing uh, that there's no other way, that there's only a singular answer for the condition of our soul. God, cement these messages in our heart, I pray. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.